From the Hagley Center for the History of Business, Technology, and Society, this is Stories from the Stacks. Hi, my name is Chris Magra, and I'm an associate professor of history at the University of Tennessee. I specialize in early American history, particularly the American Revolution. Working on chocolate. Chocolate was mass produced in North America. We produced more chocolate than anywhere else in the world in the 1700s, and so it was, it was widely available. It was more widely available here in America than anywhere else. Everyone is able to access chocolate in one form or another, and they take it in the morning. It's a stimulant. While doing research for my second book on merchants and the resentment towards British naval impressment, I came across a merchant in Boston who started a chocolate factory in 1765. I started to research it um, and came here to do research into Philadelphia merchants. I found some very good collections this week, particularly the business papers of Mifflin and Massey. What I can get from their account books and their business papers and their sailing orders to their ship captains is where the cocoa beans came from. They imported directly from St. Christopher's in the Caribbean. How it got to Philadelphia on their ships, how much it cost for them to transport the cocoa beans to Philadelphia, and how much it costs for them to have this, these cocoa beans ground into powder and mills, and how much they could sell their chocolate for. Uh, one of the interesting things about looking through these ledgers on a day-by-day -day basis uh, over a period of years during the 1760s is that you can track fluctuations in, in prices, but you can also track life in Philadelphia and who's buying chocolate and when they're buying chocolate and how much they're paying for it. On occasion, Mifflin and Massey will buy chocolate from themselves. Chocolate manufacturers are headquartered in New England, principally around Boston. Uh, there were chocolate manufacturers up and down the eastern seaboard of North America, north and south. I have not found a single piece of evidence that they were exporting or shipping chocolate overseas. But other American entrepreneurs absolutely were. Uh, the customs records indicate that there were exports of chocolate going to Europe and Africa. It's involved like rum in the Atlantic slave trade. Again, the, this notion that centers of manufacturing are connected to a global countryside, I think is very powerful. I think uh, whenever you look at documents like Mifflin Massey's business papers, it's very easy to get caught up in their world, and it's very easy to think of this as a Philadelphia story and to lose sight of where the, the cocoa beans are coming from and how that's being produced and the global relationship between the rise of capitalism in the 18th century and the long-standing existence of slavery. The Hagley Library has a fantastic reputation for 19th and 20th century business history. Not a lot of people know that it has collections for the colonial era, and the more word gets out about that, the better. To learn more about the Hagley Museum and Library, and to listen to more stories from the Stacks, please visit us online at hagley.org. That's H-A-G-L-E-Y dot O-R-G.